Welcome to the Uno Mas podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kay, brand and social media specialist, network marketing professional, and influencer marketing mentor and coach. I invite you to join thousands of other listeners and me each week in elevating your business, brand, and life. With a foundation of faith, I help you create a brand and a voice to be heard, leveraging social media and the online space to impact individuals, build and scale communities, and create simple strategies for a thriving and profitable online business. The Uno Mas podcast is here to inspire you to dream, think, and do big. Talking all things faith, family, life, and the in-between. Stop feeling overwhelmed, confused, stuck, and at a standstill, and start feeling confident, productive, and fueled with purpose in your life and business again. It's 2021, and that means a new Instagram algorithm is in place. Or does it? I mean, the algorithm is forever changing, so it's not like we can always or really know exactly what is going on, but there are things that you can keep in mind and start implementing into your day-to-day activities on the platform to help boost your engagement, grow your following, and create a bigger voice to be heard for yourself, your brand, and your business. And today, we're going to talk all about it. Let's go ahead and dive right in. All right, all right, all right. So we are here talking about the Instagram algorithm and how it has changed since the start of 2021. So as I mentioned in my opening of this podcast is that, you know, the algorithm is forever changing. So to lock yourself in on one certain change and think that it's not going to change in a week or next month would be kind of crazy because it is, it is forever changing and they're constantly making tweaks because, you know, the algorithm is more of an AI. It's a behavioral, um, artificial intelligence tracking system. And based on the way that we're using the platforms and based on the way that we're engaging and posting and doing all the things, it is tracking all of the behavior. It is making changes as we move. So there are things that we can, you know, pay attention to and hear, and we can gather all this input and grab all this insight from social media managers and coaches and advisors and blogs and all the things, podcasts like the one you're listening to now. But the truth is, is you just want to take and apply certain things and see if it works for you. See if you're seeing growth, see if you, you are seeing more engagement and, you know, try to pour more into those areas that you do see a good return on. But today I am going to talk to you about six main things that you want to just keep at the forefront of your mind when you are using the Instagram platform, specifically now and into the future, because all of these things apply and really kind of just make sure that you're taking action and you are knowledgeable and just aware of these things because knowing these things, taking action on these things, it's going to help boost your engagement and it is going to help grow your following. And so the first thing, let's go ahead and get into this. The first thing is activity. Okay. Having an account on Instagram or any social media platform 
You can't have a count and not show up. It doesn't work like that. You can't go to the gym one time hoping to lose, like lose 30 pounds and then never show up again or just show up occasionally. It doesn't work. So your activity matters. You want to be using all the features. I'm talking stories, reels, IGTVs, lives, guides, static posts, video posts, carousels, all the things on Instagram DMs, you want to be using them. Okay. When Instagram sees that you are using the platform and you're using every part of it, that tells the algorithm that you're an active user, which means they're going to reward you for the activity on the platform. The next thing is build relationships with your activity on the platform. Instagram is huge on building relationships, on making people find people, on making people look like normal people, bringing forth that authenticity, bringing forth that creativity. It is so important to build and nurture relationships on the platform. And this can be difficult. I understand that specifically if you're utilizing the platform, which most of the people that are listening to this podcast are for business. How can you, how can you spend so much time building relationships when ultimately you're there to help grow your business? How is that even authentic? Well, being authentic and genuine through the relationship building process on the platform comes down to you being willing and open to share the good, bad, and the ugly with your followers and with the people you're engaging with on the platform. So stay true to yourself, even if yourself is attached to a brand or a business, because ultimately we all know this in order to gain any business on any social media platform, people need to see the person behind the brand. People need to see the person behind the business. So it is important to build that know, like, and trust with your following. And to do that, you have to be authentic and you have to be authentic while you are going through this relationship building process. The next thing is you need to understand too, that the activity you are taking on the platform will also populate your own experience on the platform. What do I mean by this? Well, if you open up your Instagram account and you see the same people's posts all the time in your feed, it's because you are finding yourself or spending, well, Instagram is finding that you are spending more time consuming their content. So in order to get a variety, you need to be engaging and building relationships with a variety. You can't be stuck on the same 10 people because those are the only 10 people that you're going to see. If you go to the explore tab, is your explore tab filled with food posts, beauty posts, fitness posts, fashion posts, puppy posts, your explore area within the platform is generating the posts that you tend to engage with, look at often. So that is a really good indicator of the type of content you're consuming. Simply go over to explore, see what naturally populates. That is AI basically telling you based on your activity on this platform, this is what you like to see. So think about that 
as you move forward, when you are engaging and growing and building relationships on the platform. The second thing I want to talk to you about is your following. Okay. Following is very important, not necessarily the number, because here's the thing. If you can't monetize 200 people, what is 2000 or 2 million going to do? I mean, honestly, think about that. If you, if every follower could potentially mean $1 into your business, if you're not already making a dollar off of 200 followers, what is another 200, 500,000 or a million going to do? Right? So your following does matter in the sense that if they are not currently going through your system or your business funnel, whatever that might be, or engaging more on your post or interacting more with you through DMS, then that is where you need to spend your time and focus. But what I mean is in regards to following is who are you following and who is following you? This is important. You're going to want to go over to your own personal profile and click on followers and click on who you're following. And if you find any inactive accounts or people that are just not actively using the platform, you want to delete those. You want to delete them. Does this mean that your following number is going to go down? Potentially, but it's going to help with your engagement because having inactive followers or following inactive accounts does not benefit you at all right now with the current Instagram algorithm. So make sure you are following people that are active. You're following people that truly and authentically feed and fill your cup when you're on the platform as well as in return. The third thing is an optimized bio. I've seen a lot of men and women on the platform with spaces in between their name because it looks really, it looks prettier. It gives it a kind of different vibe or a different look when people land on your bio. But if your name or your brand, your first, you know, the title on your um, social account, not your handle is not just in plain normal text, then that is hurting your SEO when people go to search relatable accounts or keywords relating to your bio because it's not being picked up. This also goes hand in hand with the fun, funky, you know, bold text, italic text, unique text fonts that we can use in our bio. It is not being picked up by the algorithm. So having your plain static text is going to be important. And then implementing things like a call to action, having your link there, having keywords in your bio that are searchable. Think about it. What is it that you do? If you were your consumer, what would you go to Google and search? Those keywords that come to your mind need to be put into your bio somewhere because just like Google, the Instagram search bar can be utilized the same way. That is what makes your bio search engine optimizable, making your bio optimizable. So you want to make sure that you're incorporating these things in your bio in order to help you become discoverable on the platform. The next thing, the fourth thing I want to talk about is your content. Now there are four current areas of measure when it comes to your content. You have to ask yourself if you are doing these things, are you creating content that is shareable? Meaning people are sending it to other people in messages, meaning people are sending it to share on their stories. 
meaning people are sending it to other platforms or copying links or tagging people because it is so good that it is shareable. It is shareworthy. The next thing, is it savable? Is the content you're creating savable? Is, you know, the little save bookmark icon, are people clicking that and saving it for later reference, you know, to share it off at a later date, to come back to it, to reflect back on it. Make sure you're creating content that is savable. Now, not every single post and piece of content that you put out there is going to cover all four of what I'm about to share with you, but it would be pretty awesome if it could, right? So just think about this when you're constructing and curating your content moving forward. So we've already said, is it shareable? Is it savable? Is it content that people are commenting on? Are you asking people to take action on your own posts? Every post you make, are you saying comment below, like, engage, share, save? Are you asking them to do these things? And then the fourth thing, I just said it, is likes. So this is this is literally ranked from most important to least important. So sharing is the most important. People are passing it on. That is the best marketing for your business. The best organic marketing is word of mouth. If you are creating content that is shareable and people are passing it on and forwarding and forwarding and forwarding your stuff, more eyes get on your stuff. More people end up following you. More people end up sliding into your DMs. So shareable, savable content is the most important Then you get to comments, which used to be hugely important, not so much anymore, but still important. Same with likes. Likes are important, but they are the least important in regards to these four areas of measure. So you want to make sure that you are constructing content that number one, tells a story. Number two, leads with value, meaning that you are not just always educating somebody, but you're getting them to feel an emotional connection. You are triggering that emotional trigger within them that creates a connection with your content. It doesn't always have to be educational, but that is where valuable content comes from. You're triggering that emotion within them. They are connecting to you. You're going into a deeper level. More often than not, a lot of it is educational. A lot of it is you're giving tips or tricks or advice, or you're, you're giving lessons that you've learned from your own personal experiences. But if you can hit that emotional trigger, I'm telling you what, you've got a follower for life (laughs) because you've touched that person. You've connected with that person. So make sure that when you are creating this content, this is the type of content you're, you're thinking about when you are creating it. And then again, that you're hitting all the areas on the platform. You're, you're, you're sharing with people through stories, your behind the scenes, the day-to-day life, even if it is you sitting at home in a sweatshirt and yoga pants with hair that's half dried. That's me right now, currently. It's okay. We work at home. Most of us that are listening to this podcast work at home, or you have a side business that you get to take advantage of while you're at home after working a full day's work. Show people this. People want to see this. This is what makes you authentic. Authentic. Can't even get the word out. Okay. Stories, reels, reels. I know this freaks people out. 
it's like the thought of creativity, the thought of exposing yourself in a creative, quirky way is hugely intimidating. But that's the thing. It can be, and it can be fun. If you're not the dancer, then make fun of the fact that you're not the dancer. If you want to sit in a chair up against the wall and just point to things and have these words pop up, then do that. But make sure you're utilizing it in your way. Don't try to create something in a way that you're not. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. I've tried that. It doesn't work very well. IGTVs and live. Again, something else that freaks people out. But my best advice is if you haven't done a live or you haven't done an IGTV, try to do something with somebody else. Have an interview session. You know, interview somebody that inspires you. Interview somebody else that's in your field or somebody that you look up to or a friend or a customer or client. Get somebody else on there because that helps ease it up a little bit. And then guides, I can go into Instagram guides all day. They're an amazing tool that I feel are hugely underused. And I I do trainings on this and I'm actually getting ready to do a training on Tuesday on this. Um, Guides are hugely important. Look into them, trust me. And if you have questions, please feel free to reach out. And then static video posts and carousels. Okay, huge. Make sure you're using them. And then the fifth thing is insights. Now, I've heard a lot lately that insights with Instagram are kind of off track, like they're not populating what people in in this industry would think that they populate. And I've heard that a lot of the insights right now are based on your own personal activity meaning the best times to post. This is what I'm relating to. People will go to the best times to post all the time to figure out what's the ideal time that I need to post on my Instagram in order to generate the most engagement on the posts that I'm making. So they'll go to their audience from their insights. If you have a business account or a creator account, and they'll look up these best times to post, but really, and honestly, I believe based on what I've heard and what I have read is that the insights are populated based on the most common times you tend to post, not when your audience is actually on the platform. So there's something, there is a trick that you can help kind of gauge and figure out when your audience is most on the platform. And it's called the live hack. Go on over to the plus sign in the upper right-hand corner as if you're going to add something to your stories or make a reel or do an IGTV or go live and swipe over to the live feature. And it will tell you right then and there how many of your current followers are on the platform. So you might have, you know, 500 that are on in the early, early morning, but then at 12 o'clock, you might have 2000 plus followers that are on the platform. This is a better time to post, but then six o'clock rolls around and you've got 3000 plus, you know, followers on the platform or a hundred or 50,000. And even if it's not even that big, just look at the differences in the numbers, take notes, write them down, kind of do your own case study for a couple weeks to see when your following tends to be on the platform the most. And this can help you there. But in regards to insights, this is something that you want to pay attention to, whether it's a little off or it's a lot on. You just want to make sure that you're you're paying attention, you're looking at this frequently because it wouldn't be there if it wasn't important, right? You can tell who your audience is, what the demographic is, where they're coming from, what posts are getting the most engagement, how many saves are being done, how many people have sent it off, how many eyes have landed on the content but not actually engaged. This is important. 
Because wouldn't you rather know what content isn't working and what is so that you can spend more time posting the content that is working rather than spending more time posting content that you know for a fact isn't? Ladies, hear me when I say this. Pay attention to your insights, okay? And then the last thing, because I get this question all the time, how can you re-engage a dead Instagram account? What do I mean by this? You've had an Instagram account. You didn't feel confident with it. You went back to where you feel confident and comfortable. And that might've been on another platform like Twitter or Facebook or Snapchat. And now you're understanding that there's a huge opportunity for you to grow on Instagram. So how do you do this now? Do you start over a new account? Do you delete everything that you did before and start fresh on the same account? But then how do you get people to know that you're here? Because doesn't it hurt you to go, 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 and then completely stop? Doesn't that hurt the algorithm? Yes, it does. But that's not to say that you can't revamp and reignite your own page. Number one, don't delete what you have in the past. Just start posting new and fresh now because deleting... You can archive things. That's better than deleting. Deleting can hurt your algorithm. Okay. So if you want to, if you make a post and you don't like a post or you made a post in the past that you don't want on your profile, don't delete it. Just archive it. Okay. The next thing you're going to want to do is continue posting from this moment forward. So definitely make sure you have a clear profile photo. You have a good searchable handle. You have an optimized bio, everything we've already discussed. And now you're going to go into posting. So post at least two times a day. Okay. Post at least two times a day until you start getting your engagement up and people interacting. And basically the platform seeing that, okay, she's active. She's alive. She's coming back to life on this platform. The next thing is make sure you're replying, reply, reply, reply. This goes for anybody, whether you're re-engaging or you've been on the platform actively and you've never stepped away from it, engage, reply, start up conversations in your comments. This is so, so, so important. And then start conversations on other people's posts. Make sure you're going on your following. You're starting up conversations. You're not just double tapping. You're not just saying, love it, like it, um, awesome stuff. You're actually asking questions. You're starting up conversations. You're tagging other people that you think would benefit from the same content that you just benefited from. Engage, engage, engage. Okay. This is all part of the relationship building process. And then I know I'm going to talk about this at the very last part of this training or this podcast that I'm giving you today. And that is about Instagram reels, because I know right now, currently Instagram reels are hot, 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 hot. They can really, really, really help your algorithms. They can really boost your Instagram uh, engagement and your following but then there's some people that are kind of like stuck. It's like they're doing reels, but they're not getting the eyes that everybody else says that they're getting on their reels. So here's the thing. How many reels can you do a day? I heard this number and I was like, are you serious? That's crazy. Honestly, you can do up to five to seven reels a day, a day to help boost your algorithm. Now I thought that was a little much, but Hey, you know what? If people are out there doing it and it's working for them, like I said, take and pick and pull from the advice that you hear from others, implement and see if it works for you. If you're willing to really, really, really go hard and go at it, 
to really get your Instagram following engagement up, then this might be something you want to try and implement. I haven't done this yet personally, but I've heard this from very successful people in the same area that I am in telling me in conversations that this is what they've heard. This is what they've seen. These are the results that people are getting. So I'm like, Hey, I'm going to start sharing that same information because we're all in the same space. And I trust you guys. You guys are colleagues, but in a different you know, niche or in a different area of expertise than I am, but similar passion and similar area of expertise when it comes to our particular niche and industry, if that makes sense. So what I'm saying is use reels. You can use them as much as possible. Make sure you are also hashtagging. Hashtagging is so important. Use up to 30 hashtags when you can in the content of your posts. Okay. But don't Use the same hashtags for every single post because this is where you can get shadow banned. Okay. You want to make sure that you're using hashtags that truly and genuinely apply to the content that you're sharing. You're using hashtags that have 50,000 uses in the hashtag and lower, and then 50,000 to 500,000. And I would try to steer away from the 500,000 and up, but you want to use hashtags that aren't hugely popular, overly saturated in hashtags that apply to your content. If you can't get 30, that's okay. At least, at least use five, at least do that for me. Use five. These are all tons of different tips that people are using right now that are seeing major, 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 major benefits in their Instagram engagement and in their growth and in their following and just all around. It is helping them last but not least. I'm going to say it again. I did a podcast last week all about clubhouse and how you can grow your Instagram following in your network with clubhouse. I'm telling you what, if you're not on the platform, I understand some of you have, or don't have iPhones and you can't get on quite yet, or maybe you're on the wait list, but if you have the ability to get on the platform, get on, get on now. This platform is hugely beneficial to your Instagram following. It is hugely beneficial to future collaborations and building your network. And if you're new to the platform or if you're wanting to get on and you have no idea where to start, then head on over to my website, www.whitneyk.us. Head on over to the courses tab and you will see my clubhouse mini course. If you use the code club moss, you get 50% off my mini course. I'm going to show you how you can grow your network with Clubhouse. I'm also going to show you how you can optimize your bio in Clubhouse. It's completely different than Instagram. You get a lot of words that you can use, and there's definitely some things that you want to have in place in order to really, really, really make good connections, optimize it to your benefit, grow your business, grow your network, grow your following, all the things. It's absolutely amazing. What are you waiting for? Go dive in, start implementing everything that I shared with you today, and then let me know how it is working for you. Hey friends, thanks for taking the time today to jump on in and listen to the Uno Moss podcast. How can you help support us moving forward? Leave us a review. Let us know how you're liking it. And then if you're on Instagram and Facebook, like most of us are, go ahead and tag us, share in your stories, invite your friends, and we look forward to Uno Moss podcast next week.